This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. With stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Greetings, loyal listeners. You're listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. This week, you have the misfortune of being forced to listen to Robcast and I, James Radio, as we struggle through yet another episode of our fledgling podcast. How good did it feel to watch football on Sunday, Rob? It was amazing. I did not move from my chair. I had the the projector going on the wall, the Dolphins game, 100-inch. I had the iPad open. I had to the uh, the phone, which I, I, I get the Red Zone channel on, on my phone, and I'm watching that. And the iPad, I had the Bucks game, and then I had the laptop on and with all the with all my uh, fantasy and gambling things on it. It was, it was uh, glorious. That is fantastic. So um, I will uh, I will share how, how great it was for me on Sunday. So it was uh, uh, as I mentioned, uh, I, and as most of you know, there is a there is a pandemic going on in a lot of establishments. What? And a lot of social distancing happening, um, but there is a uh, there's a there's a Miami Dolphin bar in San Francisco called the Blue Light in uh, like kind of the Marina District of uh, of the city. Um, so I've gone, uh, I've, I went there to watch a couple games last year, met, met a great group of, uh, very loyal, very passionate dolphin fans. Um, and the owners are awesome. It's a, it's a Miami or a, a Florida owned, uh, establishment that's out here. The people that own it are from Florida. Well, I'm sure they're listening. So let's, let me just say hello to you, you folks in the Marina district in San Francisco. <laughs> Welcome to the blowhole. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they are. Uh, but anyway, so we went out there. So they had they, you know, we were insured that they had the uh, the outside setup going on, uh, and they had the TVs going on. And I think they were thinking that it was going to be the national broadcast because uh, they haven't purchased the ticket because their bar is not actually open. Um, so we got there, and it actually wasn't the uh, the national game for out here. Um, so we had to uh, we left and went to a a bar that was called Patriots Bar in the financial districts, um, which nobody, there were no people there and they also had not purchased the ticket. So there were literally, there was literally no one there, just one uh, server who didn't know anything about football or how to work the TVs. So then we found a second Patriots bar that was in another part of the city uh, that was called the Connecticut Yankee. And uh, that place was actually, it was awesome. I mean, it was definitely overrun with, with mass holes. But um, it was a uh, it was it was a very enjoyable Sunday for uh, 
for us, even despite the outcome, it was still just great to be uh, to be around people. They had a really nice uh, outdoor area, good food. I'm um, glad you liked and, it because uh, th- that sounds terrible. No, it was, it was it was great. It was I mean, aside from the losing part, uh, the actual uh, the actual day was was went very well, and it felt amazing to just watch football. I watched the four o'clock game, then uh, then got home and uh, and watched the uh, the Sunday night game, which out here starts at five o'clock in the afternoon, which was nice. Um, so yeah, it was a good fun filled day of, uh, of football. It felt great watching it. It was weird seeing no fans in the, in the stands, but, uh, that I like the pipe in the piped in crowd noise on the TV feed. Um, it really, it didn't feel much different than, than watching normal football aside from the fact that it was, uh, you know, you could tell these guys hadn't, hadn't practiced in there. <laughs> the refs clearly hadn't practiced either. So it um, was definitely, uh, the preseason game one that counts. Yeah. So before we get into the uh, into the, the 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 recap of the of the Dolphins game on Sunday, I did want to give a quick call out because we are trying to be more more conscious of our social media this year. So um, if you do have, we did receive one email from uh, from our loyal listener Scott. Scott. Um, so I wanted to give him a shout out. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for participating, and thanks for uh, for following us on social media. So our uh, our email again is theblowholeradio at gmail um, and then our Twitter handle is at T blowhole. Um, and, uh, that's, that's us on Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter. Um, we also have an Instagram account, but I don't have that in front of me right now. I believe it's the blowhole podcast, um, on Instagram, uh, starting to do that as well. So, um, you can follow along if you have any kind of interaction. I promise I will respond. Scott can attest. I've responded to every single email and every single tweet that he sent. Um, so, yeah. So if you do any of that, I will respond. I'll give you a shout out on air. If you have things we want to cover, um, Scott actually had a really good take on, uh, on what he thinks is going to happen to us against the bills. I'll talk about that when we get to that part of the show. Um, but yeah, so the down, the downside of all this excitement, Miami goes up to new England. We really had no idea what to expect. I think we talked about that on the podcast last week. It was pretty evident. We had no idea what we were doing either. Um, and that's pretty much what that game looked like. There were other games on Sunday where I, I felt like teams came out a little crisper, but it, basically the Patriots came out and ran a high school to college offense and ran it on us all day. Uh, and we had no answer on defense. Uh, it was kind of a boring game to watch. Um, our offense couldn't do anything. I have a very strong, uh, the closest thing to an overreaction would be my, uh, my feelings about the, the Patriots secondary, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but you know, overall, it was just kind of a as great as it felt to watch football. It was kind of a, a boring game. I'm glad we were in it and it was competitive, but it really wasn't uh, wasn't the most beautiful or fun game to watch. I think I'm glad this was week one that we got it out of the way because one, like you said, it was you know without a preseason, everybody they're feeling everything out. Nobody knows what's going on. We still have, they barely threw. I know. I know. Uh, Newton was efficient throwing, um, but it was a lot of play actions or whatever, and you know, short passes. We haven't really gotten to see the secondary do what it does. Um, they found themselves able to run it at four yards a clip or better, and why not just keep doing that? I don't think, you know, Belichick early on isn't one to pull out all the stops anyway. So he's like, hey, if I could win running these same three plays, I'm going to just run these same three plays. Um, and as for the offense, you know, that offensive line, it, the not very similar to last year. I mean, the, the, the last eight games this team plays, are is gonna, the team will look nothing like the first eight games. They are still learning. They're still meshing. They're still figuring it out. Hopefully they can make some more room for Howard to run, or if not, Forget them and just use Gaskins and Brita because they did look better. But you know the line is figuring it out. They're playing a defense that that you know even though they, I know they have a lot of guys that are out they're they definitely know how to you know scheme and confuse. So this I mean I'm I'm not worried. Um, like I agree, it wasn't exactly a fun game to watch, but uh, I think I think we'll learn a lot more this week against the Bills. Yeah. So. The, the things that we, we had talked about last week that we wanted to see, right? We wanted to see how this defense performed. And, you know, for me, my main focus was going to be the offensive line on offense. So let me, let's, let's take the offensive, let's take the offensive side of the ball first. So I, I, I we all remember last year and, and from honestly, from the, you know, the people that, some of the people that I was watching the game with, 
Um, you know, we're, we're very frustrated and not happy with how the Dolphins were playing. I, I definitely was not as happy either, but I, I remember week one last year. So, so that is still something that's fresh in my mind. This was light years ahead of week one last year. This actually at least looked like somewhat of an NFL football team out there. Um, the offensive line was competent, which is what I wanted to see. I thought we actually, you know, for most of the year, for pretty much the entire season last year, we had no running game. There was a semblance of a running game in this game. Howard was not good, but Brita and Gaskin, they looked pretty good to me when they, you know, when they got chances. We just couldn't get a flow on offense because the passing game, you know, was almost non-existent. And I don't really blame Fitzpatrick, and I'm not going to start, you know, I'm not screaming for Tua yet. Um, you know, I, I think part of the problem was, you know, no preseason. Um, it is a new offense. Uh, also, you know, Parker gets hurt. That hurts the team. But the, the main issue for me, and, and they were talking about it on air, and I, I've seen it on the Internet all, all week about the, the wide receivers and how they couldn't get any separation. And, I mean, we all watched the game. Like, they're being held on every play. And I'm not complaining. Like, I mean, the Patriots were the better team. They should have won. I, I'm not like, I'm not one of, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the whole, like, you know, going back to 2002. Like that's, you know, but you're going to do it anyway. You're not but doing the, I it, mean, but it was, it was it. they were like, literally you could have called it on every play. Even the one at the end, like the, inter, the last interception Fitzpatrick threw, like that was blatant PI in the end zone. I mean, the dolphins aren't going to win this game. Like that's not, right. they weren't going to win, but like they couldn't get into any kind of flow on offense. I mean, they're not if the if the refs are just going to swallow the whistles. I mean, they called Gilmore. You know, when they threw at Gilmore, they called it on him a, a couple times, and those were those were good calls. But there were, you know, if they're not going to call pass interference every time when they're doing it, then you know, I don't blame the Patriots for holding the wide receivers all day. Like that's like that's what they should do. And I mean, if they're not going to call it, then they have to do it, and that's what was happening. Like there's. You're telling me like Preston Williams and Joaquin Grant can't get open for me? Like they're like they're NFL receivers. They've been they get open. They they catch passes. They they've done it before. Yeah, but they're not one. They're not they sh- they're not a one and a two. Um, you know they they haven't done it at a high level for very often for long. Here's 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 my my take on that. I don't disagree with the, the you know some of the calls were bad, but you know earlier on you know you were talking. I think you might even even be mentioning how. The wide wide receiver was a strength, the depth of the wide receiver position, but not when, if Parker gets hurt. When Parker's hurt, all of a sudden, like Hearns and Wilson are those are it's big to miss those. You're you're right, be, and to, so now to have those three guys out, and now and now you're heavily dealing, you know, heavily relying on Isaiah Ford. I, I want to like him, but he just never it never. You know, well, I remember when we had him. I'm like, oh, he's fast. He's going to be like a Grant, you know, a Jakeem Grant Jr. or something. But he, I'm never impressed by him. Um, he's I, more of a possession type of receiver. He's not a. He's not really a fast type of guy. But he's supposed to be able to run good routes and have good hands. And I mean, you can run good routes, but I mean, if you're being held, you're not going to be open. Like if somebody's grabbing your jersey. You're not going to get open, like, yeah, and that and, was happening. And I'm on, not trying to say Alan, I'm not trying to say Alan Hearns is like a you know an all pro or something, but he's one of those capable third down guys. He knows how to find that open spot, sit there, and has good hands. Like he he's no. Useful. This felt like watching this game felt like a game you know being watched in like the early the early 2000s, late 90s, like where it's dominated by run running game and uh, you know and defense, and because you know holding and pi weren't called. That's what it looked like. So do it you? One do, of those games. Do you want to yell at the fans who are who are saying we should trade a second for for OBJ? Because that's a, that's a terrible. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. But I also did. I did want. To, I wanted to touch on the defense as well. So so, so watching the defense because I, I have I have, I have a better rumor. Yeah. I'm sorry, but forget OBJ. Trade that second for Allen Robinson. Get that guy uh, opposite Parker, and then, and then we're talking. Yeah, if he's disgruntled, he would. Yeah, he would look good in a. I mean, he team. is disgruntled, but I don't. And he's and he's due a big contract, but he's like twenty seven, and he's great. I mean, he's been great with terrible quarterbacks his entire career. Uh, Agree. Yes, Allen Robinson would be a, would be a nice addition. Um, I I wouldn't be opposed to OBJ coming down here either, even though he's a locker room cancer. But I'm not I'm not screaming for any of those things. Like I, I'm not. I don't think any major trades need to happen. Um, but so, the, so the, the most disappointing thing about Sunday was, I think, not getting to see 
the defense, the defense really play. I mean, we saw them, they were, they were on the field a lot, but they didn't, you know, like they were just getting run over basically. Like they were, you know, giving up, like you said, four yards a clip. Um, I think, you know, I, I, we didn't really learn much about the Patriots cause I, I think, you know, I would like to see a team stop them from running. So forcing Cam Newton to pass, cause we didn't really see much of it on Sunday. So we really don't know. Um, I, I don't think that Patriot team looked overly impressive, like outside of them being able to, to run the ball and not being called for pass interference all day, like whatever, like, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it just was just a sloppy game overall, like for the most part, but I, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't like what I saw. I mean, we didn't get to see enough of like the defense. We didn't really get to see any, you know, like, you know, exotic blitz schemes, you know, on pass, like obvious passing downs, you know, to try and generate pressure, um, you know, the, the, the one play that Baker made to force the, uh, the turnover through the end zone, you know, was, was good. Baker looked good. That was, that was one thing I will say. He was all over the field. He looked great. So, but I mean, when you're getting, when you're, <laughs> when they're doing, when the misdirection is working to the point, like where Julian Edelman's running 38 yard reverses against <laughs> you, like it's, it's not a good look for this defense. Like, I mean, you got, you got to be better than that. Yeah. And, and, but it's also an offense that, they didn't get to scout at all. Nobody knew what this was going to look like at all. The this you know there was no preseason tape. There was nobody I knew agree. what they were going to come out and do. And you know, in this, we are a year away from from really you know from really being the team we want to be. So, I, you no, know, I, I, yeah, I, can't I agree. I'm not like I said. I'm not overreacting. I don't think Fitz should be benched. I think we you know I think we need some time. I am I disappointed. I I thought we'd see you know a, a different game on Sunday, but. You know, it is what it is. There's 15 more to go. We got Buffalo coming to town this week. Uh, not very, uh, not very optimistic about uh, that matchup, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get to that as we as we get into our next segment. We will now. What and and I guess this this could lead into it. But uh, Roberts with the concussion. How much of that game did he play? I couldn't. I can't really remember. Like, did he get? When did he get? He got knocked out pretty like pretty early, didn't he? Was it pretty early? I, like I, I had mentioned, we were kind of bouncing around trying to find a place to watch the game. So by the time we sat down, it was second quarter. About midway through the second quarter was by the time we got to the third place to watch the game. So was he out by that point? I didn't see him on the field at all. I didn't notice him at all. I mean, he's not so, practicing. He's questionable with a with a with a concussion, and he didn't even. I don't think he and he did not practice today. Yeah, the so. only guys on defense who flashed for me were Wilkins in the first half, and then oh, Will, uh, yeah. Uh, it Baker was, was all over the place in that, and you know, for for the game. For the it was part, nice but. seeing Wilkins, uh, you know, come through. He's a he's a he's a good dude. But Van Noy was invisible. Um, Lawson was invisible. I mean, these are guys that you're expecting to see, I guess, mainly on passing plays, right? Um, but they're supposed to, they're supposed to be stout run defenders too. I didn't, yeah, I just didn't. They didn't uh, they didn't pop at all. Uh, Ogba didn't pop at all. Like I was literally like the only guys I saw like were Godcha, Wilkins, Baker, and uh, oh, the rookie safety Jones got that. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> got the uh, the roughing the passer play where I didn't even. I still didn't like eight replays later. Didn't see where he hit Newton in the head. But, right, but got called for it anyway. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, just one of those days, one of those Sundays. Um, Cool. So we don't have a drop yet for uh, moving into statistical forecasting, but Rob's going to get on that, I think, maybe this week. So we have a drop yeah, for statistical forecasting. How's that? Should, <laughs> can, should I use that? That works for this week. <laughs> so, yeah, so we are. So we both I think you had what you had a 50 percent chance. Um, what did I have? I had a 40% chance. You had a 60. You did. I thought you had 50. I had 60. I, I thought they were going to win. I was pretty confident that they were going to win given that I knew nothing about what to expect. <laughs> right, yeah. Without knowing, it's going to be Without knowing success. anything about either of these teams, I'm 60% confident that the Dolphins are going to win. That's basically what I said last week. So, And big shock, I was wrong. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, we have the Bills this week. I think, do you have the, do you have the numbers up, Rob? I do. So, I have, I have 50% for the Bills, and you went down to 40% for the Bills. <laughs> And you a, care to change your fifty percent? No, sir. I'm actually going to drop down to a thirty percent. No, I'm not letting you do it. You're locked in <laughs> for the first quarter. 
Locked bad. in for the first quarter. Fine. That's fine. Okay. So as far as the, I mean, one, you know, everybody, when you, this year more than ever, but even in a normal football season, week two, there's always that team, you know, teams that look terrible that aren't bad and teams that look good that aren't good. Um, I I am not – I'm still – it's funny because last year I was so pro-Bills. I think the Bills are a good team. I just don't think they've made the this leap into a great team that everybody wants to hand them the division and everybody expects – I mean, Josh Allen missed some wide-open guys as Josh Allen do. Um I still think they're a good team. I think they're well coached. I think they have a good defense. I think Allen Allen's like a better Tebow. He's like he can look terrible, but he does find a way to win. Like he you know, he does come up in the in the fourth quarter in some of these games. But I still don't think I I mean I, I don't think they're better than the Patriots. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. I, like I don't, I don't know about this Patriots team. I, I really what, don't, what and I, I don't is, know enough about the Bills team yet. I feel like I know more about them because I feel like they were a pretty good team last year. Um, I think the, you liked the, them more than I did last year. I think this year it sounds like we've kind of flipped roles. I think I might. I still don't like. They're not. They're not threatening the Chiefs or the Ravens for right. the uh, for the AFC title. Like, I, like they're not. They're not there. But there's they some preseason people who had them as the third team in the AFC behind behind those two, and I don't even. Yeah. You know, I'm not even I'm not even ready to put them there yet. Um, yeah, I'm not ready to put them there, but I mean, I could that wouldn't shock me. What would shock me is if they fell into the like the top two. Well, um, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll I mean, on Sunday, we'll get we'll get a first we'll get a close up look. We will. So funny uh, as we as we are, um, you know, focusing on the bills came for our, our statistical forecasting part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to call out that um, uh, one of our listeners, Scott, who does interact with us, mentioned him at the top, uh, did have a. Uh, he feels he did have a take on the Bills, and he does feel like the Bills are going to be quite good this year. Um, and you know, he's he's basically thinking they're they're still a defensive heavy team, and, and it's their defense that's going to push them over the top. He still kind of feels like I do about Allen that um, he might be a little turnover prone. Um, but you know, we'll see. Allen looked good on Sunday, but the Jets are terrible, and it's you know, like it's like we all we said ad nauseum. This is basically the preseason that we're going through right now, so we don't really know what actual what these teams actually look like, um, you know, we probably won't for a couple weeks. So um, I, I think the bills win this game. I think, you know, there's, you know, there will be some fans in the stadium, but I don't think there's going to be much of a home field advantage for the dolphins on Sunday. Um, you know, Are you key, laying the six points? That's my question to you. What's that? Are you, do you think they'll win and cover the six point spread? Yeah, I think they will. I, I feel like it's going to be, uh, I'm going to say bills, 27, uh, Dolphin seventeen on Sunday. Oh, that's terrible. Are we already we're already getting our first game of the week here. Our first uh, do are we do we not do we not allow ourselves to use the Dolphins in the games of the week in our picks? no we don't yeah we never have okay because uh, I definitely like them with the six points. I feel like they can win. Um, so if I think you can win, I'm going to take six points every time. I think the score. Okay. Will be Dolphins. It'll be twenty-one seventeen. Twenty-one seventeen Dolphins, huh? Yeah, I would love to see that. That sounds like that sounds like a, lo- a lovely Sunday morning for me. I would I would love if that happens. Yes. So, I, yeah, I think you know the Bills are you know for those of you that you know, I, I'm actually I'm sure all of you <laughs> remember the Bills from last year. Uh, <laughs> they, you know their 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 defense is is good. They have a good pass rush. Um, you know we did take a, a key component of that teams Shaq Lawson uh, is now on our team but I think they're still uh they're still quite quite deep on defense as, in terms of pass rush and secondary as well so they can get after the they can get after the passer they can stop the run and uh they can cover so uh from a defensive standpoint they're they're pretty good at all three levels um if they are vulnerable I think you know the the areas that we you know were able to exploit in the games we played against them last year we almost we almost beat them in Buffalo um, and then we did, we were able to put some points up on them in, uh, in Miami, but they, uh, they, uh, they beat us pretty bad when they came down here last year. So, um, you know, if they are vulnerable, it could be through the passing game, but that's going to really be contingent upon whether or not Parker plays. He practiced in limited capacity last week. Um, boy, I'm hoping he gets out there this week cause he's a difference maker if he's healthy. And, uh, yeah, with him, Gasecki and Williams, I think they're actually, you know, they can, they can attack at different levels. Um, 
I'd like to see Brita and Gaskin get more involved in the passing game. That would be nice as well. Um, we'll see. Hopefully we get to see a little bit more out of the offense this week. We didn't really see much of anything last week. They couldn't really get anything going. Yeah, I'd week. like to see any of those guys you mentioned be involved in the passing game, even Gasicki and Parker and Williams and Grant. I think if we're going to win, that's how it's going to be. I mean, I would like to see us establish a running game. It's This Bills team is, is pretty good at stopping the run, so that'll be tough. Um, but it's, it's going to be a good test for this offense. Like hopefully we'll get to see them, you know, perform a little bit better than they did last week. So the optimist in me was all like, yeah, give me those six points and we're going to win anyway. <clears throat> but re- the realist Rob in me that, you know, even if Parker plays, he'll probably be hobbled or limited because it's a hamstring. It's the hamstring he tweaked before that game. Like this is a, this is a lingering thing. This ham, this, this hamstring bothered him. Um, you know, in the off season, and then he tweaked it again during the game. Um, I know you were saying you think we could beat them in the air, but you know, if Parker's hobbled or not playing, and Tre'Davious White now is is pretty much going to shut down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We can beat them if we can beat them through the air if Parker plays, but and he's healthy. But if not, then then that's going to be tough. <laughs> that's going to be a, a tough assignment. Um, it will be tough, and uh, and maybe we are a wide receiver short. Not saying you know, even with him healthy now, all of a sudden. Well, now I take that back. When he's healthy, he can win one on one. Gasecki can win one on one. That opens Williams things up for for yeah. So it, it'll be interesting. Yep. And then after the Bills, uh, to finish out the quarter, we do have the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars coming to town. Or no, do we go to Jacksonville? Um. Ah, you made me change my tabs here. So then it's we are. Uh, we are at Jags and then home for Seahawks. Yeah, home for Seattle. So that's how we finish the quarter. Cool. All right. Well, we are over past due for a break. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do our NFL pick 'em. Uh, take a look at the uh our our second favorite team, the uh the Houston Texans, and uh do some uh some analysis of their upcoming games uh, or their upcoming game this week. So please stay tuned. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys! It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome back. So we are going to get into the, uh, the remainder of the NFL games. Right before the break, we touched on how we feel the Dolphins are going to do on Sunday. I am not as optimistic as my co-host, the Robtimist, who thinks they're going to win. Uh, but there are a slew of NFL games. We're actually casting on Thursday again. So Cincinnati is playing at Cleveland, and that is getting ready to start. The Bengals are getting six points on the road. Give me the Bengals. Oh, I was hoping this one's this is a tough one. The I Browns mean, are terrible. Well, the Browns are terrible, but you know what? You can't judge a team by a week one loss to the Ravens. We just spent that whole first segment talking about how we don't know anything and you can't overreact and, and all of these things, but I am confident the Browns are terrible. I think the Brown, I don't think the Browns are great They're. I think they'll be better than they were last year just because of coaching. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm still feel Stefanski's got to be better than Freddie kitchens and Hugh Jackson. So, you know, they'll really? get better <laughs> but, because they're so good at identifying good coaches. No, because the other two are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like you well, maybe they're just good at hiring terrible coaches. Maybe well, this is a, in a long line of we'll terrible coaches. S- we'll see, but 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 um, but you know the Ravens can make anybody look terrible. I mean that team is is pretty crazy. 
Um, the Bengals, that was interesting. What did you think of uh, Joey B in his debut? So I I didn't see a lot of it. I saw how the game ended, and I saw a stat line because I was interested in that. Um, you know, that kind of went how I thought, you know, it would go for him. I mean, the Chargers are a pretty good defensive team, or they were last year. Um, you know, uh, they could have won at the end. They were, they were right down there. Um, I obviously like them more than what I saw out of the Browns last week, so I, I think uh, – I think they have a very good chance of going in there and winning. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I really, I don't know enough. I thought it was kind of how I thought it was going to go with him. Like I, you know, I didn't think he was going to light it up, especially without a preseason. So, you know, he played well enough. He could have won. He was right there. Couldn't close the deal. I, I think this week he gets it done. If it wasn't six points, I might, I might actually be tempted. Uh, those spreads a little high for me for Cleveland. Yeah, you're not going to take the Browns. Oh, giving, but I might just, six points. Just, just to go against you because I hate you. <laughs> All right, so we both agree the Bengals will cover. Uh, yes. All right, I say the Bengals win outright. Next game, Atlanta Falcons at Dallas Cowboys. Boy, did you did you watch the Sunday night game? I did. Man, I couldn't. I was either I was wrong about the Rams or I was wrong about the Cowboys or both. I don't know. It's the Cowboys week one. Looks- don't overreact. You were wrong about the Rams. I told you they'll be decent this year. If they, I didn't think they weren't going to be decent. I just didn't think, like. I mean, uh, my take on the Rams was their days of thirteen and three are that that is over. Like, yeah, but eleven and five is still a really good team. What's that? Eleven and five is still a really good team. They don't have to be thirteen and three Rams. Right. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I just I thought the Cowboys were the better team. Uh, and on Sunday, they were not. Um, that's the, You saw the pass interference at the end they called yeah. on Gallup. Like, did you think that was pass interference? I, it, if that was called in the first quarter, I probably wouldn't have screamed that it was so that it was a blat- that it wasn't. But at that point of the game, it's hard to make the call. I don't. You know what? I mean, Ramsey was clearly clearly embellished. Like he yeah, was, but, was really. I mean, he pushed in real time. If you extend, if you extend the arm and straighten and have the straight elbow, they're right. They and then the guy falls down thing. or acts like he's being pushed like even, that. Like, yeah. well, even if even if you just get separation, if even doesn't act like that, they might make that call. Do I love the call? No, I I. I but I'm not. You know, it, it's. Every regardless, we, we wouldn't even be having that conversation if, if McCarthy doesn't go for it on fourth day. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, a, I'm I got a, rid of a terrible coach. I'm a fan <laughs> of going for it on fourth down, but that one was dumb. Yeah, that it was terrible. Didn't make sense at all. That was what's what was was it as bad as Vic Fangio not calling his timeout? No. Okay, that was okay. that was the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, that like that guy. At wow. least he admitted it the we'll day after. But yeah, the uh, yeah the Dolph. I mean, sorry, the the Cowboys. I mean, I, I feel like they were done in by subpar coaching and you know some suspect officiating. The Rams played well. I take nothing away from All them. That it was said, a, it was actually a good game to watch. I have no but idea what to make of this. Still pretty team. good. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm taking the Cowboys. Okay, I was just gonna say I have no idea what to make of this game because the Falcons' defense was terrible, but their offense the Falcons are terrible. great. Yeah, no, but their offense is going to be good. They're they're going to put up points, not just because they did last, you know, but they they will right. put up points. This is yeah, yeah. Gurley looked like Gurley. Not even that. They had three, you know, with with Ridley and Jones, and now was it uh, Gage? Like they're they're all and Matt Ryan can throw the ball. So yeah. Oh man, I'd love to see the Cowboys lose. I'd love for them to start zero yeah. two. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. But yeah, I don't want to touch that one. Let's let's keep going. Let's see. If we don't find a better one, I might come back to these these first right. two. Bills, Dolphins, we covered. Carolina Panthers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa favored by eight and a half. That seems high to me, but Carolina, I don't think is very good either. So I'm, I'm taking the Bucks. This is this yeah. is this is a, a one. I don't want to overreact. The Saints are a very good defense, but the Bucks are a good defense. And I think, I think the Bucks are better than they played on Sunday. Yeah, and I don't think the Carolina defense is that good. So even you know Brady looked like Brady did his last few years in in New England. Like he misses he misses some throws he should make early on. Like he, he's not perfect, but you know he could still make. But he still also made some really good throws. And they're figuring it out now. 
it looks like Evans will play, but Godwin might not because he's in the concussion protocol. So that's uh, yeah, that that does that. I mean, that would I still hurt. think they're loaded on or stacked on offense that they'll they're, they're able to overcome that. Um, but the Panthers, but yeah. uh, Josh Jacobs ran all over them. That was who they played the Vegas right, and and so yeah. I actually think Ronald Jones is going to. Um, Make some people. Well, I don't know if anybody will start him, but he'll sit on some benches and make some some owners happy that maybe that's do they have a guy they can play later on in the year. Maybe we get to see Fournette a little bit. Yeah, who knows? Maybe not. Um. All right. So we both like the Bucks. Next one: Denver Broncos at Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah, let's talk about what happened to the Denver Broncos on Monday night. So uh, the this was the last game of the of the first week, and uh, Tennessee uh, went into Denver. And Stephen Goskow or the the, the ghost of Stephen Goskowski, the shell of a, a human carcass that used to be Stephen Goskowski, missed three field goals and an extra point. So he had left ten points on the field, and the uh, and the Broncos were winning uh, by a point with under two minute left, under two minutes left, and uh, Tannehill drove them down into short field goal range. And instead of using Vic Fangio has all three timeouts, and instead of using any of them. Uh, decides to let the clock run out. So by the time he gets the ball back, they had what seven seconds left? Thirteen seconds left? Yeah, it was like under twenty. But yeah, it would so have been, were, but he would have had a. They minute. had no chance to go down and get a, a field goal to uh, to win the game. Um, the Broncos' offense is good. Like I like that Titans team is good, and they they took them to the wire. I mean, obviously, if Goskowski makes any field goals, that game's not as and close. an extra point. I mean, it was ten points. It was it was ten points. Yeah, yeah. he yeah he left ten points on the field. Like I said, so, so still. I, I, I have to a good quarterback. I've been on record on this podcast as saying that many times. Yeah, um, you're a big fan. I have a two minutes boring story that nobody wants to hear that I have to tell about this game. And the fact about the it, Denver Broncos or about the about the game, that game Monday night that I had to that I had to stay up till like two o'clock in the morning to watch because uh and it was all fantasy related. Nobody cares about anybody else's fantasy team. But going into that, no, no one cares about anyone else's fantasy team. I know now. that's why I'm telling you. I'm it's telling about a, a boring story. Going in, I had Jonu Smith and the Titans <laughs> defense, <clears throat> and I needed a big game from both. In the third, it's somewhere in the third or the fourth quarter. Smith gets that touchdown that that puts the Titans ahead, and that puts me up by like five points, and I'm thrilled. But then the Broncos come back and score, and that knocks my defense down enough so I lose by two points. But this is why I'm telling this story. I lost by two points with Ben Roethlisberger's 24 at quarterback and Cam Newton's 27 on the bench. <laughs> and I started, and I didn't want to start Newton because he was, just because he was going against the Dolphins. And I would have won had I started him. Thanks for sharing, Rob. Appreciate it. <laughs> but this brings me back to my old point from last year. Go for the hedge. Play bet on the the teams you hate and the ones going against. I should have put You should have put Cam I should have put yeah. Cam in and then been happy I lost if he put up zero points. Because that would have been better for us. So that's my own fault. I didn't even follow my own rules. All right, so we both well, actually we didn't. So we didn't who do you like? I like Pittsburgh. Steelers defense, man. Did you watch the that Monday the early Monday night game? Yes, I did. The Steelers defense looks very good. I mean, I have never seen a running back be hit in the backfield by three guys every time he touched the ball. Well, keep in mind again, no preseason, so the defenses are gonna gonna be an advantage right now. So. Um, but that, so that was crazy. should ring true this week as well. So I, I still I think the Steelers are uh, are going to win this game. Uh, the Broncos defense looked okay too, but I, I like the Steelers in this game seven, for seven and a half as well. That's yeah, a, it's a big you? spread. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next, Detroit Lions plus six at Green Bay Packers. So, <laughs> oh, did you see? Did you see the DeAndre Swift drop? Oh, live! I watched it live. Yeah, it came on right after. I think it was right after the Dolphins game because I think the Dolphins game switched to it. So we probably we probably all saw it. And that was that was bad. That's a bad way to start an NFL career. Uh, he's a very good football player though, so I oh, think yeah. they. Should, I think hopefully he bounces back. Um, I, I thought the I thought the Packers were going to lose to the Vikings last week. 
Packers looked good. I'm not going to make that mistake again. I will take the <laughs> Packers here. Oh, that's true. That was one of our games. Yeah, the I don't know if the Packers are this good. I don't think they are. I think the the Vikings defense might be that bad, um, at least against the pass. But yeah, I'm not I'm not taking the Lions. I don't know if Kenny Galladay is playing. Um, they're banged up. They're coached by a terrible person. I think they'll put up fantasy points, but I don't think they'll win the game. Yeah, they're always banged up. All right, next, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at Tennessee Titans. So the team that you said was the worst team that to ever grace the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars, went out and beat the Indianapolis Colts last week. Yeah. I don't have a chance in hell at winning in Tennessee this week. Seven and a half. That's not a lot. That's not a lot of points for a no chance. I mean, if Goskowski's missing happy. four field goals a game, then maybe. But I, I don't think that happens again. Yeah, I'm not taking the Jags. Although they they were they were feisty. They reminded me of of us just one year ago when nobody believed in us, and they and they came out and played with heart. We lost fifty nine to ten. Week not one, week one. one I just mean in general. That Let's felt like a little. That felt like a little us. Los Angeles Rams at Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so the Eagles lost to the football team, um, and the Rams uh, surprised us by beating the Cowboys. The Rams are getting a point and a half. So I actually like the Rams here. I do. I like the Rams. I'm surprised the Rams aren't favored. I mean, they they look they look good, and now the Eagles are getting back the uh, the the tackle, and Miles Sanders should play. Um, so, uh, so it'd be interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, let's see. I'll, we don't have one yet. I know we might we might take that one. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Minnesota happens. Vikings plus three at Indianapolis Colts. Both teams disappointed on Ooh. Sunday. Uh, I think the Colts will bounce back here. Although I do like the Vikings' offense. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm I think the Colts bounce boring. back. Let's let's find a game where we disagree, like the New York Giants and the. One and no Chicago Bears. Give me the Giants. Oh, for real? You can, I'm not taking <laughs> you, the you Bears. You want the Bears? I mean, you want the Giants too? I do. I don't. Uh, I don't like the Bears. I'm not. That, that was just. That was just. They had no business winning. That was more. No, of they did The Lions uh, collapsing. I don't suppose you're taking the Jets plus seven against San Francisco 49ers. I actually will. Honestly, I'll take the Jets. I hate the Jets, but I will take them in the points in that game because the 49ers are banged up, and that was one of the games I watched on Sunday. That was the second game that I watched, and they didn't look the same. I mean, they looked the same on defense at first, but then it just it kind of unraveled on them, and now they have they have no Kittle, uh, no Samuel, and I I just don't see how they get it done. Kittle's not definitely out, but, he, but yeah. He's, he's not he's, playing. All right. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Man, so this one's uh yeah, okay. Well you can have it. I, I agree though. I mean that's why this line's only seven. Um, but uh I still don't think I think the Jets are terrible. Oh I I do too. Oh my god, I was listening to a fantasy podcast. So apparently who who hate Gase, obviously, because everybody should hate Gase. Um and now that so Le'Veon Bell is on the is on the three week IR, he's definitely out. So Gore is the starter, and they have signed Balage, even though the trade fell. I through. saw that. And, <laughs> and they they just started calling their running backs Gore Balage, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just cracking me up today. Uh, so they That's got pretty Gore Balage back there. Well, that's pretty great. Gase's, Gase's yeah, we'll thrill being at the uh, the Patriots bar on on Sunday. We all we all agreed about how how terrible Jets fans are. Yes. So <laughs> so going to the Washington football team, who by the way, my God, I I was a big proponent of of Chase Young would have been my number one pick last year if I had him. I mean, Rivera's a good coach, and yeah, that's the kind of like, with him and and Sweat, and then they, you know, Haskins and might Allen, be. A- they got they like they've got a crazy defensive line. So they so they this should be a good game. Actually, these are two pretty good young football teams. Yeah, six and a half is a lot, but uh, but I still I still like the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals. I think Murray's going to scamper around a lot in this game. He was because the I mean the Forty ers have a good pass rush too, and that that. The Cardinals don't have the greatest offensive line, but he's able to – he can just move around and make right. plays. 
So that's the thing. He great could, wide receivers and a he, good running back. They're yeah, they're Murray can they're, neutralize a great defensive line, and that's kind of all they got going for them. So Yep. So Cardinals, all right. So the only game we have so far is the Jets. <laughs> I'm gonna we're just gonna count that one three times. Ravens at Texans. Ravens at Texas. There's no way that this is the kind of game the Texans go out and win. You know, like when when everybody writes them off, like because they beat didn't they beat the Chiefs last year? But there's no way. And so let's highlight this because we have vested interest in this as we have their number one. Do we have their number two th- this year too, or was that just last year? No, it was one and two last year, one this year. So just one this year. Yeah. So we want. Uh, <laughs> They're gonna. They have a tough schedule, and they're. I don't think they're that good of a football team. So, um, I mean, this is. They're gonna be most likely zero and two out of the shoot. Uh, they're probably gonna be one and three out of the shoot. I think they have another tough game out of this. I think one of them might actually been the Vikings that we thought was a tough game, and now might not be. But yeah, but the Ravens. I mean, Ravens and Chiefs. I'm not. I'm probably laying all the points for those two teams until, till it doesn't win. Sounds good. So that's a nice segue into Chiefs at Chargers. Chargers giving away nine, or almost nine points, eight and a half at home. Uh, or sorry, Chargers getting eight and a half points at home. Sorry. Uh, the Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs are going to cover this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, New now. Patriots at. I was just going to say, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Tyrod Taylor, but he did not look good. Like, he just, he looked like a guy who hasn't started in a while and always gets replaced by a rookie. Exactly. Well, that's what he is. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. New England Patriots plus four at Seahawks. I like the Seahawks all day here. I think this is going to be – this will be a chance to see what the Patriots really are, I believe. Yeah, I agree. The, well, and the defense – I mean, you know, the all-off season is let Russ cook because they they were running the ball and let and who knows, this this will be uh, – uh, Pete Carroll will just go and run the ball 60 times now because everyone's like, finally, let let Russ cook, and and then they shuts him down. But uh, both of these teams are good. Um, I don't dis. No, I don't dis. I'm probably. I would probably rather take one of those earlier games against you. So let's uh, let's just keep rolling. I do like the Seahawks. You know what? No, I'm taking New England. So because I want them to lose, I'm taking New England. All right. So you took New England and I took the Jets. Those are our two games. Two games so far. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, New Orleans Saints. Giving five and a half at the Las Vegas Raiders. This is the first game in their new stadium. Will there be fans in the building? Do you know? I don't know. It's Vegas. I would probably say not yes. that it matters. I think the Saints win this game and cover pretty easily. You? Is it? Only, it's only five and a half. Five um, and a half. Yeah, yeah. I would go with the Saints. I think the Saints. Well, now Michael Thomas is not playing, um, and Drew Ble- True. Drew Brees is a hundred years old. Um, but I still, I think that New Orleans defense is for real. Um, I think the Raiders are a decent team, but this feels like it should be seven points, even on the road, because nobody knows what the road is. So yeah, I'm with you. So okay, so what are our so what are our three games? Because we don't, we, I don't think we got one. So did you you like the Cowboys? I did like the Cowboys. Yeah, and you, you like that the one? Bengals. I'm taking the Browns. All right, so that'll be our other one. All right, so you got, all right, so you got the Browns, the 49ers, and the Patriots. Yes, I got the Seahawks, the Jets, and the Bengals. And what are you getting? Six points in that game? Yeah, uh, I don't. And like, just to recap, we normally recap before pick them uh, the week before. So last week was a push. Uh, Rob, how did it work out? I had the Vikings who lost. Lost badly. Um, yes, I had the 49ers again who lost bad, who just lost, but they were favored by seven. So you had the Cardinals yep. and we pushed on the bet. You had the Bengals plus three. I had the Chargers minus three and it was a three point. And it was a three point game. There we go. Sounds good. All right. Well, this is a, uh, a great time for our second break, but uh, we want you to come back because during our third segment is our favorite part of the show. <gasps> Fantasy camp. Fantasy camp. Stay tuned. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry for snapping. I have a bad habit of snapping. So I'm going to I'm going to be make a conscious effort to stop doing that. It's okay, Pinky Tuscadero for our All right. And now it is members. time for
time for Fantasy Camp, our favorite part of the show. So for those of you that are maybe first-time listeners that are unaware of what Fantasy Camp is, this is where Rob and I draft two fantasy teams entirely made up of Miami Dolphins skill players uh, and pit them head-to-head against each other. It's a, it's an exercise in futility, as I like to call it. So um, last week, uh, I had the option to pick first because I won last year, so I uh, deferred to Rob and let him pick first. Um, this week, I have to pick first, but my team uh, last week was made up of Preston Williams, Mike Tusecki, Jordan Howard, Isaiah Ford, and Jerome Baker. Rob had Devontae Parker, Jakeem Grant, Durham Smythe, Matt Breida, and Kyle Van Noy. What was the outcome, Rob? So because of Jordan Howard's useless game but one touchdown... You won. I I managed 14.25 points to your 19. Your your biggest, uh, you were led by Gesicki's, I'm sorry, by Howard's six points and Baker's six points uh, when I was led by Parker's seven and Grant's four. But, of course, I got a big donut in the tight end, which is going to lead us to a rule change. We, yes, there is a rule change. Would you like to uh, to highlight the rule change, Rob? Quite simple. We're we're ditching the tight end. La- last season, there were there was somebody other than Gasicki catching from the tight end, and you weren't getting donuts there. But since it doesn't look like uh, that's going to be the case, and now with with Gaskins in with Breed and Howard, we have more tight ends. We're just turning. I mean, we have more options. We're turning the tight end into a flex, so so we'll have to we'll have the 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 one running back, the two wide receivers, and then a flex, which could be a running back, a wide receiver, or tight end, and the defensive player still, and the, which is all yep. new for this year. Cool. So, team two hundred one this week. We're going to come up with team names. We still don't have have them yet. Last year we were the Fitzmagics and the Chosen Rosens. Uh, this year, uh, I'm Team Tua, so I uh, I won week one. I will come up with a better fantasy name regarding Tua uh, for next week, I promise. Um, okay, so I have to pick first. Um, my first pick is going to be Kiseki. Really? You know, it doesn't matter anymore. I, I mean, it's still, I, I think <laughs> he's the number looking- one op- Option on offense without Parker. Right. That's fair. Um, oh, man. That's terrible. So I will have to take... I'm just going to have to do it. I'm just going to have to take uh, Williams and Grant. Really? Yeah, because you still need two wide receivers. And there, okay. are, and there aren't any well, I others. Two picks now. I'm <laughs> going to take. Uh... Hmm. I don't know if I want to do this to you or not. Ooh. Man, this is tough. Ooh. All right. I guess, I guess it's that. All right. I will take Parker as one. All right. Now he may not play. I know, but and Brita. All right. So I will take. Um. So I need a running back and the flex in the defense. So I am going to take Howard and Gaskins. That was what I was afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I get a flex spot and a defensive player. And a wide receiver, right? Oh, do you have Oh yeah, I still need another wide receiver. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the defensive I'm gonna do Baker on defense. Okay. What did I what did I do here? Is this the right one? Okay, so you got Baker. This is the defensive slot. I feel like I'm missing a thing here but okay and then for my flex oh, you, have, spot, you have your fl- flex because kasiki oh that's right that's right kasiki's that's, that's right so i need uh so now you right. need a wide receiver got it got it got it i see um 
Let's see. So for my last wide receiver, I will take Isaiah Ford. Makes sense. And now I kind of want to I kind of want to go left field here. Like I I almost want to go I want to go with a, with a with a with a DB. I'm I'm looking for a pick a pick 6 or something. But uh, but you know what? I, sh- I probably should just grab a linebacker. Um Yeah, I'll, I'll take Van Noy again until I can figure out what the hell our defense is doing. <laughs> I ex- let's expect him to do something. Okay. Um, I almost went. I almost was like, I almost went with McCain or something. I'm like, somebody's going to do something back there that I don't know who it is. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm not. But I don't know who it is, <laughs> so I can't pick him. It's <laughs> the whole point of not. All right. Knowing. Well, I think I think you got me this week. I actually I like the. The Howard Gaskins was I was when I took Brita. That's what I was th- I was thinking about doing Brita and Howard, like because I wanted to to cover the vulture, but I didn't know if I should have gone and, Gaskins or and not. And you actually couldn't because you did the worst idea of starting with your flex, so you were already you already couldn't have had two running backs. That's yeah, that's true. I, c- I couldn't have done. I couldn't have locked you out of the uh, the running back game. Fair enough. That's okay. It's all strategy and learning. So you you did drop this flex thing on me like right at the beginning of the show. So. Uh, That's okay. I emailed it to you this morning, so <laughs> it wouldn't be thrown on you. But I was working. I'm not making excuses. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We'll see what happens on Sunday. Um, so, what uh, have you uh, have you watched? So, I watched this uh, documentary on Netflix called "The Social Dilemma." Have you watched that yet? The Social mm-hmm. Dilemma. No, but I just was like having a huge conversation with somebody who had just watched it, so I'm I'm aware of it. It's very good. Um, I, nothing shocking to me because I'm you know I'm in the industry, so uh, it's you know very <laughs> things that I knew were happening. It's just it's kind of nice to see that there are people talking about it now, and I guess you know it'll it's uh, it, I'm sure it'll be terrifying for a lot of people, but. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely a good watch. Uh, uh, it's something that's, uh, very, very opening for some people and, um, you know, should hopefully <laughs> make us reconsider how the way some things are operating, but who knows? Yeah, it does look very interesting and it's all, it's all about, obviously it says with the social in there, but about the data and the, you know, and how the how the how your personal data is used and even just your, your surfing habits and and your so you how we're inter- interacting with technology really yeah. like kind of at the uh at the top at the top of it it's not just i mean social networking is obviously a huge part of that but i mean it's it's everything it's just like every time you check your phone it doesn't matter if you're on a social social media app or not True. like <laughs> like you're you're giving all your information away <laughs> like yep and uh, yeah the old adage right if if you're not paying for it then you're you're the uh, product. Exactly, exactly. So that was that was pretty good. Did you uh, you watch anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. So the only I... only thing I've been watching is the boys, and now I'm down to the having to wait for the you know the each episode every every Friday, which is depressing because it's so good, and I want to just eat it up into my videos. yeah. I, I hate that. I hate how they do that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's been it's been good so far. The boys has been uh, has been very good. I haven't started. Uh, did you get back to Lovecraft Country or County or whatever it's called with a? No, no. I've been watching. Uh, so I did Social Dilemma, uh, did The Boys, and then um, what, oh, oh, Black Sails. I've still oh, yeah, uh, yeah. quite a few of those. So no, no, you haven't watched the uh, the Raised by Wolves. I, I need somebody to tell me it's good before I start it. <laughs> I might maybe I might check it out. Uh, actually, tonight I'm going to try and watch some sports. Tweet so, at James uh, Radio, maybe. the folks who like uh, who like Raised by Wolves. I want to know if I should watch it. Yeah, reach reach out to us. Send us emails. Talk to us about these terrible TV shows that we talk about all the time. Actually, they're quite good TV shows. They're not they're not terrible. It's the golden era of TV that we live in. So yeah, and oddly uh, enough, being stuck in the house, I feel like I'm watching less TV just because. I don't want to just sit there. I just I still sit in the house and do nothing, but I don't want to do it in front of the TV for some reason. I have uh, Dune. I don't think I mentioned this last time. I know we talked about the trailer, but I actually ordered the novel, so that should be that's oh, coming. Go. Uh, the, so I'm going to start. I'm going to start reading that. That should be fun. Yep. I actually uh, the the ladies now reading reading uh, the the copy I bought uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. 
so we can talk awesome. all about uh, Paul Atreides. Definitely, definitely looking forward to uh, to reading the book. I, I think I told you I watched the movie for the first time recently. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I get the like the underlying story. Like I get why it's good and captivating and why so many people like it. But that that movie is <laughs> I, I could, after I read the book, I saw it was on free on one of those like crackle things where it's like streaming, but with commercials. So I just watched it for a little bit and I'm like, you know, David Lynch is a genius, but I'm like, this feels like a soap opera like the it just the sets look terrible like and then i'm seeing the like acting is Patrick bad Stewart, yeah. and like i'm just like what is happening i can't see this i can't watch this yeah. the effects were the effects were okay in parts and then like other parts they were just so bad yeah and uh, the music by toto was a nice touch i thought well can't go wrong <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen uh let's uh we'll we'll hope for a better showing or at least a more entertaining game on sunday from from our beloved miami dolphins um but uh, i don't i don't foresee a win but hopefully i'm wrong and i'm wrong a lot so i snapped again i'm sorry <laughs> go dolphins go dolphins have a great weekend everybody